Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. This is Lisa, and if you want to catch up with me on Twitter, you can find me at ILTM Podcast. I'm also on Instagram. I love that movie podcast, and I have a Patreon. Uh, this show is always free, but if you want to support us on there, you can. That's at patreon.com slash I love that movie. And uh, we have weekly bonus episodes. It's basically a weekly roundup of what I'm watching. And we've been doing, uh, right now we're covering Loki. In fact, by the time you hear this, we'll have covered the last episode. Um, We've also covered WandaVision, The Mandalorian. So just, you know, everything that's not a movie is on there. Um, And I want to take a moment to thank my top patrons. They are Chris Balga, Jeff Whitman, Philip Barker, and Michael Cross. Thank you guys so much for keeping the lights on. And if you like what you heard today, please subscribe and rate the show. It does help new listeners find us. I have a returning guest. (laughs) A voice hey. you haven't heard in a little while. Yeah, it's Kara. Say hi, Kara. Hey, glad to be back. It, I was just thinking that the other day. I was like, it's been a while since I've gone on the podcast. We need to talk yeah. about a movie. Well, yeah. you know, the podcast has really grown. We're bringing on A-listers. These no, I'm kidding. Yeah, actual people that have intelligent thoughts about good movies. Yeah, no, well, I get then it. I, I would have to remove myself. <laughs> if we're going by credentials, then yeah, yeah. I, guess I should probably just close shop. But um, no, no, so glad to have you back. Uh, you know, we've talked about all the uh indiana jones movies uh the rock um die hard others, like, die hard thank you the uh best the christmas of, yeah. movie which you know we mm-hmm. still haven't done die hard 2 i'm just saying preview for next christmas i, I don't know oh that's a good idea i like that <laughs> i will write that down for sure yes. <laughs> so i'm, but, I'm still um, excited to talk about that one too <laughs> yeah if, if people haven't heard your voice on the show if this is their first time listening uh why don't you introduce yourself just a little bit Oh yeah, so hi, I'm Kara. Um, best friends with Lisa since we were little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have a lot of uh, similar movie watching experiences. Usually, my fault for making you watch. Yeah, um, I should credit you movies. for helping to make me a big movie fan. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think I ever encouraged you to watch any legitimately good movies. But... <laughs> <laughs> what Indiana Jones? Come on. Alien, yeah, I mean, that's on. true. That is legit good. Yeah. I mean, as, as well as The Long Kiss Goodnight, which yeah. I insist is a good movie. Oh, and uh, Nothing to Lose. I'm just kidding. Yes. But, but in, it's in our hearts. That's what matters. It is. That, that is also, <laughs> I'm, I am, I will die on that hill. That is a good movie. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, good. it's wholesome messaging and still fun to watch. And I just... I like to watch movies that are actually fun to watch, which sometimes means that they're not the most intellectual movies, but sometimes, you know, they're able to sneak those messages in, 
you know, into movies that are still fun and it doesn't have to be a super serious movie to still talk about a lot of, you know, important topical themes. I so, agree. I agree. Yeah. Which is kind uh, of how tonight's movie is, in my opinion. But. I agree. So um, if this is your first time listening, my guests pick the movie. So what movie did you choose to talk about today? So I chose A League of Their Own, which is my all-time favorite sports movie. N- not that I'm a big sports movie fan, so there's that caveat. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not qualified, but... But um, this is my very well, unqualified opinion. This is a good sports ball movie. Um, I, I'm with you in the sense that I don't... I ha- There's like a lot of famous sports films I haven't seen, so... Um, but this was one of them, actually. I had not seen this movie. Wait, really? Yeah. This was the first time you watched this movie ever? Yes. How did I I, not make you watch this sooner? (laughs) I don't know. I guess, I don't know why we didn't talk about it, but I think I had a preconceived notion of this film that was way off base. If you're listening, I say that a lot, so I have terrible... (laughs) predictions i guess but um i always thought that it was going to be a movie that was like very i thought it was going to be kind of condescending i don't know why i just i was like oh it's going to be like look at these women playing baseball like whole whole like private benjamin style like i didn't mm, which yeah. i haven't even seen private benjamin and i hear it's really good but i but that movie's like funny and and i guess this is too but i was worried that it was going to be a weird bent of like remember that time women played baseball so silly <laughs> you know yes no I, I think that's a legitimate concern and probably the fact that it was directed by a woman is probably the yes reason it's not that way <laughs> right so this like i was surprised by the time i saw this i knew that i was wrong because too many feminists like it <laughs> so it's impossible yeah. for it to be <laughs> negative right so i i i knew that and then it was kind of like then i meant to see it and then i just didn't um, yeah, I've got a lot of movies like that that are just like very important movies, and I meant to see them and just haven't yet. So I get yeah. It. So w- when did you first see it? <laughs> oh man, I saw it. I mean, not in theaters because it came out in the early nineties. Obviously, yeah, it was like nineteen ninety two. Yeah, but I remember seeing it when I was pretty young, probably when it was fairly new to video back in the day. This was when you went to the video store and picked out movies. We've talked about this before. But, um, yeah. Oh, well, so. I mean, it's a shared experience that anyone that grew up in the eighties and nineties had. So, yeah. So I would have been watching it. It probably would have been maybe 93 or 94 when it was in video stores, but still a new ish movie. Um, and I don't think I wanted to see it either at the time. Cause I wasn't really into sports movies but I really liked baseball when I was little because my brother used to play baseball he played little league I didn't because I was told that girls don't play baseball which is really ironic given that (laughs) this movie came out or this movie came out in the 90s but it's set in the 40s which you know the whole point of the movie was that yes women can and do play baseball (laughs) it is possible but um, it's so weird I'm sure we'll dive into that but it's like I played t-ball and then by the time I could play softball, uh, it was like, oh, it's like lame fake baseball. And yes. also if you play it, you're, you're uh, you know, homosexual, which is bad, by the way. And so right. it's like it, it basically shamed me <laughs> of playing a lot of sports. I know that didn't hold back a lot of women from playing softball, 
but for whatever reason it did me I was like okay people already question honestly my sexuality as a child Mm -hmm. which is bizarre really Um, weird that people are thinking about your sexuality as a child (laughs) yeah and um so you know there's already sort of like a target on my back and so I was like whatever I have to do to avoid that I will do and so I did not play any sports and I feel like I mean let's just admit I was bad at sports also but (laughs) I mean I same but I feel like also if if we had been in a different circumstance and that was an activity that was encouraged for us the way it often is for boys, we might have been good at it because we would have been, you know, doing it a lot more often. And yeah, nobody I played soccer. Yeah, that I had less you of were good stigma. At yeah, I played for a couple of years. Um, I it, my my reign ended when um, these two girls beat me up during practice. That's <laughs> terrible. I, I accidentally put my water cup in front of them and I guess they already didn't like me and I wasn't aware of this. And I, I cut, I butt in front of them and put my water in front and I went, Oh, I'm sorry. And they took the water cup out of my hand, crushed it and then started hitting me. That's <laughs> terrible. So I went home and I was like, I quit. <laughs> I, I feel like that's reasonable. I would not want to play with those girls at all ever again either. They yeah. sound unhinged. I know. We were like really little, like nine or I don't know. But yeah, I, I think about that story now and it makes me laugh. I still have no idea what animosity was brewing between us. It ended that day, I guess. <laughs> I, I want to hear their take on this like now. Do they remember that? And are they sorry that that happened? <laughs> I don't know. And then I think of the same day I got hit in the head with a soccer ball and passed out. And oh it was my just God. like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's <kinda> so, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wasn't taken seriously when it happened. So. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like <laughs> why do we not take sports injuries a little bit more seriously? I, I feel like we should. Like I have a friend, he was a boy, but same thing though. He like will tell the story of the time when he was playing football in high school and they were at some championship game or something. And this is high school, okay? It's, it's just high school. And he was like a freshman or something. I don't know. And uh, something happened. He got hit in the head, same thing, and had a concussion. And he, he will tell the story like, I don't remember anything that happened in the second half of the game, but I'm told I played really well. They put me back in, but I have no memory of this because I had a really bad concussion. And oh he was playing gosh. football and getting tackled and stuff. I'm like, dude you could have died and he's like yeah i know but i have no memory of it so timely moment to bring up simone biles yeah seriously (laughs) someone who's like you know what yeah this isn't working for me i'm done yeah i don't want to get paralyzed today so i'm not going to go out there right now like good for her yeah all the support for her 100 yes exactly Um, we don't need to be killing children and young adults over or maiming them over trying to win a sports meet we we just yeah. don't it is not that important it's not that serious y'all yeah um but back to an important movie about sports yeah which i actually <laughs> um. feel like this movie does kind of take that angle as well like winning yeah, the game true. is not really the point of this movie that's true um yeah 
And before we go further, I, I you know, I want to let everyone know we will talk spoilers. So if yes. you've never seen the movie, I would go watch it and then come back. Um, and if you're still here, here is the synopsis. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A League of Their Own is a 1992 American sports comedy drama film that tells a fictionalized account of the real-life All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. This is directed by Penny Marshall, and the film stars Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, and Lori Petty. The screenplay was written by Lowell Gans and Babalu Mandel from a story by Kelly Candeli and Kim Wilson. So, um... Yeah, this is, uh, I think, I think it's like one of the first times that we're reviewing a movie that has real life connections. I'm saying that very slowly because I don't know if that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I have I, to go back and look at all the episodes, but we don't do it often. Let me say that. Yeah, like in us personally. Yeah, I don't think I've ever come on and talked about like an actually important movie on your show before. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> Like, I mean, that, I no. promise I watch serious <laughs> movies sometimes. But. Yeah, but the, these episodes are fun. Um, so yeah. I, I'm going to run over a couple of quick facts about the movie. Very okay. serious facts. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's very um, but, serious. But very, you know, no more laughing. Um, this is serious. Uh, but no, it's uh, a couple of quick facts about the movie. Uh, the storyline was inspired by the career of baseball legend Dottie Collins during World War II. Uh, Collins played for the All-American Professional Baseball League and pitched 17 shoutouts during her six-year career. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. That's, that's pretty um, cool. Yeah. Uh, actresses auditioning for the role of the film had to prove they could play baseball, which I feel like is that like never happens. But all the actresses cast in the film, apart from Gina Davis, did their own baseball stunts. Uh, none of the performers wanted stunt doubles. Which, I mean, you know, it's not like a high-contact sport. I could, I think they could probably be their own stunt doubles <laughs> like, well yeah and i i read somewhere i don't know if this is true i mean i i read it on the internet so it must be uh, <laughs> the best I read it. yeah um the the one lady who when she like slides into uh that one base and she gets that like giant bruise on her thigh um they oh, were yeah. saying that actually that was real that she got that bruise while they were like training and filming and that that was not makeup at all but that you know they actually were getting you know kind of beat up you know because they're actually doing sports while they were filming and so they were like yeah she had that bruise forever and so they were they were tough yeah and and also the fact that their uniforms you know, don't cover their legs. Don't so cover it's... their legs. Yes. <laughs> can can um, we um, dwell on that for a minute? <laughs> well, you might like this next fact. Uh, the film portrays the league as initially unpopular and unprofitable until demeaning gimmicks are used to attract male audiences. But in reality, the league was popular and profitable from the start, largely because it played in towns in upper Midwest that had no way of watching a live baseball game. Eventually, the league grew into a 10-team, two-division league and the advent of television baseball games in the early 50s. However, it would lead to the demise of the popularity of the league. So it was like they were popular in little towns where they couldn't see live baseball. But the second they got TV, it was like, okay, we're going to watch baseball now. Yeah, we want to so, watch men's kind of baseball bag. now. Yeah. Yeah. Is... No, but go ahead and, and, and yeah. dwell on that for a little bit. No, yeah, I just... I was watching this and thinking about how we've been hearing over the last several days about in the Olympics in 2021, about how we're still having this problem with women's uniforms being made to specifically sexualize them and show off their butts. Like 
the, there was the Norwegian team for the beach handball that showed up and said, we're not going to wear the 10 centimeter regulation bikinis because we want to wear pants at work. Regulation and bikinis shouldn't really yeah. be a sentence. Like, exactly. shouldn't be two words that go together. Like, why, why in the world are we having this <laughs> argument at any point in history? I don't even want to say it's 2021. No, why was this ever a thing where someone decided we need to force the women players to not wear pants. I'm sorry. What, why was that ever something that someone thought was okay to make a rule? I guess because they decided if it's not feminine, you know what I mean? I, I'm guessing yeah. that's the basis of it. But I think when you look back in the history of like sports in general, um, including the Olympics, you know, there was mm-hmm. a time when women didn't compete at all. Right. Yeah. And then it's like they eke their way in, but then it's like, okay, but you can play, but you have to do this, this, and this. And like, it's just like when people say that, you know, we've come so far, I think we have, but Mm -hmm. this stuff that remains is rooted in those earlier uh, decisions that were made when things were not fine. And they, they're everywhere. They're not just in sports, even they're, you know, the remnants of that way of thinking is everywhere. And this is just like a physical manifestation of it, right? Where we can yeah. literally see it and be like, that's ridiculous. Um, you know, there yeah. was a time when when they thought women couldn't run a marathon. I mean, just, and that was not that long ago. And No, it wasn't. Yeah. So and it's you like- you look at like the video of like the first time, oh, I forgot her name now, but like the first woman that did run and I don't remember if it was like the New York marathon or Boston or whatever it was. And there was like- men trying to like grab her and pull her down to stop her. Like they were so offended that, you know, women can't run in marathons. Quick, stop her. And they're like grabbing her arm. To, like, so strange. It's like hard for me to wrap my mind around. And, and like with, you know, baseball, I mean, like, like we mentioned earlier, I always heard women couldn't do that because uh, mm-hmm. they're just not strong enough to throw the ball and uh, they'll get hurt, you know, things like that. So they need like this bigger ball that's softer, but now don't they have like women, pitching and stuff like that yeah i i never understood that didn't ever make sense to me because and i i questioned people on this because i remember specifically like as a kid my brother played baseball a lot and like it was me and my brother so i played with him so whatever he was doing he was older so you know i was always just trying to like hang around and do whatever he was doing because i was the annoying little kid so i really identify in this movie with kit like the younger sister (laughs) oh i know i feel for her watching it i feel like when i was younger i would have been like well the other person is better or something but now i'm like i really feel for her because yeah yeah she's the little sister yeah and so like that was always me and so i was always like trying to play baseball with my brother and stuff and then you know, I remember saying one time, like even my mom asked me or somebody asked me, oh, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I was like, oh, I want to play baseball. And the response, of course, was, oh, well, sorry, honey, women can't play professional baseball. That's only for men. Pick something else. And I was just like, so confused by that and also devastated. I mean, not that I was ever going to be a professional athlete. Like, that was not in the cards for me. But, you know, when you're six, like, you don't really need people telling you that. Um, and yeah. I was so offended by this idea that, oh, well, girls can play softball, though, because they're not able to throw the regular baseball. They have to have the softer ball because they're women. And I, 
I never understood that logic, and I refused. Yeah, if to they're play playing against other women, if you go by that logic, understand. why? Yeah, you know, another thing I heard a lot as an, even as an adult. Um, yeah, I remember I worked in with a whole team of women, and we were talking about sports, and they were criticizing women's basketball for some reason. And I was like, I said something like, oh, I think, I think it was in the news at the time or something about, you know, pay that women get in sports and things like that. Yes. And um, my coworker said, well, women's sports are boring and no one wants to see it. They're slow. It's like they're moving in slow motion. They're moving they in slow fast. motion. Okay. Yeah. And, and she was like your typical sorority girl you know that went to all the games of her college football basketball and it's like it's weird it's like baked in to their culture of like they love sports you know go to every sports game but women's sports it's like they're horrible they're boring women are bad at it it's just an idea that's so pervasive to this day and it, it really impacts women and so it's like i i really enjoyed this movie but there was a little bit of sadness especially because the the time that the movie takes place it's like the women get a lot of independence by being players Mm -hmm. and i feel like once it's over they just kind of go back to their lives they don't really get to retain that it really is and like i liked that the movie depicted that because you know they even have the scene where the um I don't know what he was, not the owner, but the, I don't know what his role was. One of the owners who was even talking to the main candy bar man about it saying, you know, oh, well, it'll just be like, you know, Rosie the Riveter, you know, as soon as the men come back, she's got to go back in the kitchen. Um, and, and yes, that is what happened. Like all of these women actually got to do real jobs, quote unquote, not that taking care of homes and families isn't a real job, but they got the option to do all of the other jobs, but then, oh, okay, we see, oh yeah, actually you can do this. We completely relied on y'all for this war effort. You took over pretty much everything and were able to do all of these jobs without having grown (laughs) up with any of the training or skills or tools that would have, you know, helped you do them. You just did it anyway. And then, oh, okay, the men are back. So go back to the kitchen. I mean, that is what happened. And here we still are with, you know, women can't play professional baseball. Like, why are we still here? (laughs) And like women required to wear bikinis to play volleyball in, or you get a fine for wearing pants instead. Yeah. The fact that there's even a fine is insane. And they try to rationalize, well, it's a uniform. It's like, I mean, drop the pretense for a little bit. A uniform. It, it's a bikini like yeah why is why is the uniform a bikini and how come the men don't have to wear that and it's the same with the gymnasts too the men's gymnasts wear pants the women don't they're not allowed and many to. of them are minors yes that which is, is so even more disturbing to me. i don't understand yeah. and also furthermore i'm getting excited here but like people okay, talk I, about others me too yeah. And people talk about how, like, to your point, oh, women's sports are boring. The women aren't as good. They're slower. Like, if you look at sports like artistic gymnastics, it's like one of the most popular, if not the most popular and most watched Olympic sport. And it's women only. Like, men don't even do that. Men do other gymnastics, of course. But I'm sorry, men's gymnastics are comparatively boring. <laughs> I mean, I realize that's a subjective, <laughs> you know, decision. I'm sure there are some people that well, really enjoy men's. It's less popular. Sport. You could yeah. you could say at the very least. It's certainly yeah, less it's... popular. 
And so it's just complete nonsense to claim that, you know, oh, female athletes, they're just not doing anything that impressive. Anything they can do, men can do better. Well, I don't see any men doing, you know, women's artistic gymnastics better than women are doing it. So, Yeah. Is it fair to say that, like, different things are popular, but it it would help if there was more visibility sometimes, you know, like, um, but yeah, like, like, it's like how we said, you know, oh, you know, women and minorities don't like superhero movies. That's why we don't make movies for them. And then all of a sudden we have Black Panther and we have Wonder Woman and turns out they're giant hits. Cause guess what? People were interested in watching that. You just hadn't but, been yeah. producing that content for them before. And what's interesting about that too, is so many uh, reviews from people that are not the target audience saying, oh, well, it's too bad they made this movie not as good as it could have been. It should have been told this way. Uh, not a good enough hero for women or people mm-hmm. of color. It should have been like this or that. And it's like, okay, but can you acknowledge that maybe since it was directed at a specific target audience, it was also written differently? Right. And so your opinion that it's not as good as subjective and you know, maybe women aren't as interested in some of the story points that you wish there were more of or less of. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, it's, it's begging the question. They, they define what's interesting as the things that I like that are relevant to me. Therefore, if there's anything different from that, it's stupid. Well, no, it's just interesting to different people. Maybe you could apply that to sports, you know, maybe if the, you know, if they were catering it to, to women, more right if, and, if your definition you of know. what a good sport is is something that shows off masculine things that are traditionally associated with manliness like okay you have defined women out of it like you exactly, haven't really defined yeah, sports though <laughs> right right and i mean i think things are you know i do want to say i do think things are better today than they were back then clearly so please don't mm-hmm. come at me with that that's obvious but there's just these things like this that are still around. Um, And, and yeah, like I was noticing in the movie, you know, one of the, one of the women gets this call where she's getting screamed at by her husband. And he's like, you have to take the kid everywhere. And I was thinking about that, about how, you know, at that time, a woman leaving the home and leaving the kid at home, or in her case, she had to take him everywhere, which is a hurdle for her mm-hmm. um it's kind of like oh well you're having to leave your family behind for your career and yet i never think about that with professional male ba- baseball players i mean they leave their families behind as well while right. they're touring around playing games and nobody's ever like oh you're leaving your family behind i mean people understand they're, they're professional players it's a tough job they're not going to do it forever um but it makes millions of dollars and they're great at it. Um, but you know, women aren't really given that same, uh, consideration if it's their dream. It's like, no, you have to pick one, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, Or you uh have to do both and you better be able to do both, even though that expectation is not necessarily put on men who are parents and, you know, not not to say that men who are parents don't make sacrifices. Of course they do, but yeah, all parents make a lot of sacrifices, but, uh, traditionally, the responsibility weighs heavier on women. Um, And that's pretty much true across the board to this day. Yeah. Um, Because it was thought of as, as part of our role, you know? And mm -hmm. so, but there's a lot of women that like either don't have kids or, you know, they still want to have a career. Like you should be able to have both without having to 
shoes. <laughs> like that's right. Be a thing. Like no one makes men's shoes. Like you don't. As a man, it is not common to go into like a job interview and be asked things like, "Well, but do you have kids though? Are you planning on having kids?" And even though that is not a question that you are supposed to ask people in an yeah, interview, yeah, it's illegal, but people do it. I've all been the time. asked that in a job interview before, and I'm like, and it was a government job. <laughs> I'm like, um. <laughs> You know like, you can't ask me that, right? And they're yeah. like, oh, I was just making conversation. No, you weren't. No, you know. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of women being told, like, they'll get pregnant. And they're like, I told you we're really shorthanded. You can't get pregnant. And it's like, that's not something you're even allowed to say. No. <laughs> like, it's like, what? can you imagine telling a male employee, your wife is pregnant? What? You weren't allowed to, to have a child. Yeah. No. And like all these little hurdles, you know, like that really stop people from entering certain fields, you know, in general, like even if the opportunity is there, when there's hurdles like that, like there may have been women that didn't want to go into the Olympics because they don't want to be objectified. You know what I mean? Like there's all these little things that stop people from or make it an uncomfortable place. Or like how in this movie. They have to wear, you know tight short skirts to play on the team like oh yeah and in this movie like some of the women were like my husband wouldn't let me do that you know and they're like well you better do it or we'll find someone who can and it's like that was kind of the answer for a long time I think in the entertainment industry and everywhere Mm -hmm. else it's like if you don't do this we'll just find someone else yeah so lose the opportunity or wear the outfit which is like really messed up you know I know that that part was maybe dramatized for the movie but but I mean, they I mean, did we've wear, heard it before. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we're do- we're dealing with it today, still today, yeah. almost a hundred years later. Literally, women are having the same fight to get into the Olympics and being told, "No, you have to wear a bikini. You're not allowed to have pants." Like, yeah, this is not it's okay. Not. <laughs> or like that part in the movie where that girl that's really good, um, and her dad is kind of like oh she could be a professional. Um, but they're like, she's ugly, so she can't be part of the team. And the other two women have to stand up for her. And then the dad says something that I thought was really interesting where he's like, I failed raising her. So don't punish her because I raised her to be like a boy. And that part kind of resonated with me because like, okay, my parents are, you know, divorced, but Mm -hmm. my growing up, my dad used to always joke that I was one of the boys that I was, um, you know, boyish, um, too bad you came out more like me, like stuff, comments like that. Yeah. And he always said it laughing and kind of affectionately, but it bothered me. And it's weird now to think about how ridiculous that is. Like if you have traits more like one of your parents, it has nothing to do with your gender. Right. Number one. And then number two, like it's not a detriment that she was really, really good at baseball and wasn't hot. Right. Like those aren't failings of her character as a woman, like at yes. all. Like I know it's meant to be funny, but it just it's it it kind of struck a nerve with me. It it reminded me of some things. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think that's what's really well done about this movie is that yeah. she's able to get so many of those points in there, and it's still a lighthearted and fun movie. But you're like, yeah, yeah, that's that's really that's a real issue. <laughs> For them to act like she's almost like disfigured because she's just not as feminine, like that's crazy. But yeah, it kind of checks out for that time period and even, even my childhood. Now. So yeah, like yeah, it's I remember similar. like I wore a lot of, you know, baggy shorts and big t-shirts. Some of this was because 
I was shamed about my weight as well. But anyway, oh um, yeah. this resulted in a lot of, you know, you look like a man. Oh, yeah. Comments all the time growing up. And it used to bother me. Now I'm like, it's so funny that that bothered me or that it mattered. Because like, I feel like everyone's like allowed to do that now more yes. so. But I wish that I could go back in time and tell myself like, actually, there's like nothing wrong with you. You're a kid, first of all. You're right. doing everything just fine, sweetie. But it's everybody else that's like needs to catch up to you. Yes, actually, so, exactly. I'm just happy that that's different now. Yeah. The other and- thing I noticed, I know I'm sorry, I'm going on like no, so no, many no, tangents. No. The other thing I noticed about this movie, um, you know, you already mentioned female director uh, Penny Marshall, who directed Big, yeah. and she also directed Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, which we've actually she- talked about Big on this channel. Oh, yeah, that's right. And also, that was Tom Hanks as well, wasn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. 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 So, there you go. Yeah, it's which also, so th- I was thinking about that earlier as well. Like, for, you know, this was a wildly successful mu- movie. Like, I mean, it was a box office hit, um, female director in the early 90s. And it's like, I mean, it's legit a classic. It's a classic sports movie. Everyone has seen this. Well, maybe not everyone has seen this movie, but a lot of people <laughs> have seen this movie. <laughs> And I feel like it didn't get recognized um, at the time the way it should have. Like, it wasn't big in the Oscars or anything, even though, I mean, honestly, I don't know what other movies were popular in 1992, but I feel like this is legitimately probably a better movie than a lot of them. I may be eating my words here in a second when I Google that. (laughs) Well, Um, I will say that, you know, this follows a pattern that happens to women in Hollywood. First yep. of all, tiny rant time about female directors. I'm sure you, some of you are sick hearing this, but here I go. I'm not. Um, <laughs> women were some of the first directors of any films, mm-hmm. little known fact. We were there in the very beginning because it used to be that basically only the rich could do this. Mm-hmm. They had access to the technology. And so there were all these people that weren't filmmakers yet because that kind of wasn't a thing yet they were making like these experimental films some of them did well some of them didn't but once it became like a pop culture thing once it became part of our society once it became an industry that's when women were effectively squeezed out yeah financially it was like we're gonna back these movies because they're expensive we're gonna back the ones men's men make Oh, yeah, of course. And so that pushed a lot of women out. And that has been a consistent thing that women have had to fight. Um, And there are a lot of stories like this where a woman makes pretty big hits, like big Major League, Laverne and Shirley, and yet they don't have long careers the way that your Spielbergs and your other male directors have. And it's by design. I mean, they they get Mm -hmm. squeezed out even when they prove they can bring in the dollars even when they prove they can make a good film it it doesn't translate into a long career and uh you know that happened to the director of uh that we talked about on the show of uh uh american psycho and many others where you know women for a long time that are directors are kind of regulated to female issues um and then it's kind of seen like like this movie the whole cast pretty much except tom hanks is is female mm-hmm. um and so then it's a woman's movie and so she can make women's movies for the most part except for big um and a few others 
but she is not going to get to do more than that. And women seem to excel in the documentary field a lot more Mm -hmm. and win many awards. But let me just tell you, documentaries don't make a bunch of money. Right. (laughs) So, So, yeah, they really get kind of sidelined even when they prove themselves. Right. Which is also kind of the theme of this movie as well. Like they proved that yeah. they could actually play professional baseball and were good athletes and drew a crowd. And then, oh, the men are back. Go go away now, please. I, I mean, it's yeah. Just... And now I know people are going to fight me on that and say that she did direct other stuff. Yes, but I agree with you that this has. I mean, the the, the uh, composer was Hans Zimmer. <laughs> like it's yeah. a big movie. Um, right. And it got, it, and, my yeah. memory is, I mean, it was almost ignored at the, at the awards. I mean, I think Gina Davis got a nomination for it. And Gina Davis is another person that really, I think gets the short end of the stick in her career. I mean, she oh had a lot goodness. of movies, yeah. but you can tell from this film, from the long kiss goodnight, she was poising herself to be a forerunner in female action and in in breakout roles that were non-traditional and for a long time she didn't really get to do that after all she had a good career yeah and she's still around but it didn't quite take off the way it really should have in my opinion oh yeah and she's one of my favorite actresses i love her nick said that last night when i was watching and he goes oh gina davis now i know why Kara likes this (laughs) yeah i'm like well she's pretty freaking (laughs) awesome because you know, we haven't talked about the cast yet, but like Gina Davis, she's so good in this movie. I mean, she's got this perfect balance of like, she has like these old Hollywood looks, mm-hmm. but then you hear her voice and her presence and it's like, just, it's so striking. Um, yes, she, she is. seems so strong, you know? Yeah, she does. And she plays that role of like, you know, the older sister also like could be the manager of the team kind of role, like so well, she's just got it together in this movie. And it's, she has, she's able to like project that just like with a look uh, about her. It's incredible. She's really good. Um, I love her and everything. And did you know, she said about this movie that um, because she had to like learn to play baseball for this movie, she thought that she was uncoordinated and bad at sports before this. And then she realized that she actually could be athletic after doing this movie. And she went on to participate in like the Olympic trials for archery several years later after. Oh this, my gosh. How really cool. Yeah. Like, I don't think she, she didn't actually go to the Olympics, but she was like at the qualifying uh, deal for it. It opened her like, horizons. It made her see that. Yeah. She was multi-talented. Yeah. That's yeah, really she, cool. She's like amazing at everything. I, I'm jealous of her. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's um, so another cool. person. Yeah. Oh, I love her too. Another yeah. person that I feel like gets the short two people that get kind of the short end of the stick sometimes also feels like a theme. I mean, there are kind of <laughs> like underdogs in the movie. Yeah. Uh, but Madonna, because Madonna, she's a good actress. I'm sorry. Like yeah. she's really good. And I mean, she's even like been nominated for awards. But I feel like, do you think that over the course of her career, her being really wildly successful, her having actually a good acting career as well, gets very overshadowed by, oh, she's so old and won't just admit she's old and gross and not sexy anymore. I remember that was like a thing for like 20 years where people were like, it's so disgusting seeing her try to be sexy when she's so gross and old. And then the other thing I heard a lot was, 
you know, oh, she's so difficult to work with. Everyone hates her. Like, I feel like her career kind of took a downturn when she dated a uh, guy, Richie. Oh. And then they broke up and he was like, oh, she's horrible. She's so, and she might be horrible. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't feel like male actors get quite the same backlash when they're difficult right. to work with. Like you've got your Edward Norton's, your Christian Bale's. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's but they're his name? still mega Penn. stars. Like yeah, they're not gonna not get work. <laughs> but Madonna yeah. was like, it feel it feels like the time where she got really famous, you couldn't be this like triple threat or people will automatically hate you. And you better not be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know difficult if that's why they- she stopped acting, but I feel like I, I don't I just don't understand why she stopped when you know when she was doing really well in some of these roles. Right. And and I think sometimes, you know, it, and we've talked about this before, too, but, you know, what's considered appropriate male behavior if women do it is considered difficult. Like, wh- what was difficult yeah. about her? Was she demanding a certain amount of pay? Was she demanding? Well, yeah. You know, maybe that was just she wanted to be treated the same as her coworkers. And I don't know. I, I don't know what the circumstances were, but we do see that where it is viewed differently if women are assertive in the way that men in that same role are uh whereas you know men are usually praised for that behavior and a lot of times with women it's you know unfeminine it's unbecoming yeah she's a bitch right i mean in 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 post you know harvey weinstein and me too mm-hmm. i have to wonder how many women were truly difficult or blacklisted you know right they just they simply didn't they conform. didn't want to sleep with the person that thought that they were owed that in order for them to get a yeah. job. Like, that, I know like people difficult. used to make comments about actresses dating directors. And I used to think it's the other way around. Directors right. shouldn't be dating their actresses. And like right. even Gina Davis had to kind of rely on, or not Gina, it wasn't, I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. Oh, okay. It, she might've been in a relationship though with anyways, but oh, it, it happens oh. a lot. Yeah, and in fact, I was reading also that apparently some of the deleted scenes from this movie um, tried to make it to where she and Tom Hanks basically I had a relationship. Thought that was going to happen, Kara. Yeah, they they apparently I wrote it, was it that the way. Movie. And they filmed scenes. The director of that. was like, "No." Yes, the director said no, and apparently, like women, some women that had to do with like the actual like women's sports league were like no you can't that's disgusting yeah i mean it's like it it really cheapens you know she's the star player the most talented and then her dating the manager feels very like i'm in charge of this team and i own all of you and you're my star and like now i sleep with you like it's creepy it's incredibly creepy yeah and and it really diminishes her role because then instead of being like you know the star player who's you know the backbone of the team she's like that guy's girlfriend she's like the side yeah like like in real life in giant leagues they're not dating their coach right (laughs) exactly that doesn't need to be part of the plot creepy oh and then the last person i want to talk about is rosie o'donnell yes yeah i like i really like her character in this movie i know and i i loved her in the 90s and i remember similar thing where it's like you know people were like oh she's loud and she's 
you know, overweight. And so we hate her. Like, I remember like my, like people in my family being like, oh, she's so gross and she's loud and stuff. And I was like, why is that gross? I would always secretly be like, that's weird that they hate her so much. Yes, (laughs) an unreasonable amount. Like, how is it that upsetting to you that she's loud and overweight? And also, like, she's in a movie where she's like participating in sports. Like, she's obviously not that overweight in this movie. (laughs) She's, that was something I thought of watching it. I'm like, she's really not, no, like, I remembered at all. Yeah, and I, I don't know, maybe she lost weight for this film, I don't know, but uh, I mean, what is the problem, folks? Yeah, we don't say that for, again, male actors. We're not like, oh, they're overweight. Or yeah. even like real baseball players. Yeah, there are real baseball you know? players that honestly look like they probably have a higher BMI in real life than Rosie O'Donnell <laughs> does in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like because it doesn't require that to play baseball. Right. It doesn't require that you be in like a stick like that doesn't that's That's, not part of the game no so they don't need to part of be that way a lot of times (laughs) yeah it's really not but i don't know if everyone's ready for the conversation (laughs) (laughs) clearly we're not ready for that yet because we're still telling women they can't show up to sports without their bikini on i'm I'm not over (laughs) that i keep bringing that up i'm sorry i'm I'm not over it (laughs) no i totally get it like and and yeah so and then the last thing i wanted to say about the cast is that um there's so many women in this movie yes. because it's about a female baseball league, but it, it it just is sort of a reminder of how in a lot of movies, when you look at the casting sheet, it isn't a ton of women. Yeah. That's so true. that's another thing that kind of sticks with me, you know, a bunch of women in leading roles and then a female, you know, director. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did say, I may, okay. I like Tom Hanks in this movie, but I will say I've noticed when, when the plot centers around women and strong women, there's this weird need to throw in a character like Tom Hanks. Do you yes. feel that way? Now, yes. granted, he's a baseball coach, and Nick pointed out when we were talking about it that coaches act like that, which I agree, especially in baseball for some reason. Yeah. But, you know, kind of like in Glow, that you've got Mark Marin's character, and he's like this big misogynist who, like, tries to sleep with his daughter at one point on that oh. show or like you have like Parks and Rec you got Ron Swanson like there's this need to balance the women out with like one guy's guy uh-huh. and I I wish that would change <laughs> I, I love Tom Hanks and oh yeah he does a great job in this film he's a national treasure I am not criticizing Tom Hanks but that is one thing I wish would change in female driven anything we do not need one character to act like a jerk to right. prove that hey men can watch this too like that's not needed right and to be like the big star that like steals the scene not that he's a scene stealer but uh, you know what i mean it's like they set him up to be as important as all of the female characters even though i mean this is a movie that's about women and we yeah. should all be able to watch that movie just in the same way that i can go watch rocky and enjoy that it's about a man and still like that movie. Like, we don't yeah. have to have, you know, well, but then there was the other female boxer who we see all the time that reminds us of women. Like, that's that's not how they make men's sports movies. If anything, yeah. the, the female characters are always, like, the wife who's the at home with the kids yeah. and calling to complain that she doesn't want to be doing all this. And then we pretend like she's the bad 
person in the movie. <laughs> I will say, like, it is true, though, that so Tom Hanks's character is sort of down and out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's um, he, he has somewhat of a shameful past, a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. And at one point he's confronted about how he's treating the girls. Yes. So I appreciated that. So I'm I not saying, too. yeah, you know, no, I, I did I like that. His, I like his character. Like, obviously, I like him. And I do like what they do with his character, how he kind of, you know, makes that yeah, transformation. Yeah. And, and it's great. And he's got like yeah, the best line, you know, there's no crying. Date Dottie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does. And, and he doesn't date Dottie, which is great. Um, when yeah. her, when Bill Pullman comes back and that's her husband, I'm like, well, that makes sense. They're both pretty. <laughs> yeah. I always forget. Um, Every time I watch this movie, I'm surprised when Bill Pullman shows up and I'm like, oh yeah, Bill Pullman is her husband in this movie. And he's just there for like a second. He's like, yeah. hey honey, I'm back and I hurt my foot and that's yeah. it. And then you never see him again. <laughs> yes. That's great. Like that's but, um, what that role should have been. And good <laughs> yeah but i so yeah so those are all my that, that those, that's on my list i feel like i kind of took over here so no, no, why no. don't you tell some of your favorite scenes to oh, balance man. me out a little bit yeah well i mean there's the there's no crying in baseball scene like obviously that's Great like scene. The, the most well-known scene which is also really ironic because like i ugly cry every time i watch this movie <laughs> I know I, I texted you, especially the ending really got me. We oh, can't I get know. there in a little bit, but I, I definitely cried at that part for sure. Yeah, like every time. It's just, I mean, it's it's a touching movie, and you know they really made it about you know the people and their relationships, and like it wasn't like I feel like so many sports movies are about like the whole point of the movie is that they get to the end and they win the game or they win the championship or like whatever it is, and that is not what this movie is about it is about no, sports, it's not like, like appealing to me either no, not so at like all. movies like that i tend to you know like it just i think the only other important. sports movie i liked was like field of dreams oh, and yeah. it's not about that it's not about that yeah it's like those movies where like you're just supposed to be enthralled for two and a half hours wondering if they're gonna win the championship or not like i just I could not care less like i just I really yeah can't. i think if you're very competitive and you play sports then yeah that's rewarding to you and and that's fine i just think this movie hits my sweet spots more because it's more aimed at what i'm i care about and i do care about the relationships and Mm -hmm. um you know the way that the women are treated and viewed and how that you know evolves over the film yeah and it's not to say that like baseball as a sport is unimportant to the plot of the movie. Like, obviously it's impactful for all of their lives. And a big part of it is for some of them, they're like, this is my ticket to, you know, do something great in my life. And, you know, this is something that I'm really passionate about. And like, it's about the game, but it's about a bigger picture than, you know, whether we won that, that one championship that one time or not like who who cares like, for more yeah. broad appeal i think it's better when when you're more focused on the connection or someone's journey um as mm-hmm. a whole than one game i agree um yeah and oh i forgot to mention and it connects it to like oh, no yeah, no oh, go, go ahead. ahead sorry oh i was just gonna say like it also in addition to that connects it to like our journey as a society as well, you know, thinking about, you know, women's place in sports and, you know, what was happening in the world at that time. And we're thinking about the war and how people are coping at home. And, you know, it was really just a much bigger picture um, for the story. So that also helped. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, 
I did also want to throw in, I forgot to mention that John Lovitz is in this and y'all know how I feel about SNL. So <laughs> he has a small oh part, goodness. but I his love him so much. Hilarious. I love his character. I mean, he's a detestable human being, but like, his character it's hilarious, is just, though. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a ton of scenes, but it. the scenes that he's in, I appreciate. And I mean, you know, growing up, I saw him so much on Saturday Night Live. I, I absolutely adored him. Like watching skits with him that I probably was too young to watch, but I just adored him. So yeah, had to mention that. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. All of the scenes with him. Yeah, he's he's great. <laughs> just like his facial expressions and his little quips yeah. and stuff. I mean, he's just, like when he's, G- he's very like lovably hateable. Yeah, when Gina Davis is like, "You're mean," he goes, "Oh, that hurt my feelings." <laughs> yeah, like, so uncaring. <laughs> he's mean to that guy in the train, and this is great. Yeah. So he's like, if I had your job, I'd kill myself. <laughs> Let me go find a gun. <laughs> Just so quick-witted. Like, I love him. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, I, I love all of the scenes he's in. He's he's hilarious to me. Yeah, definitely he should not go unmentioned in this movie. Oh, one more thing. The You yeah. may have already been about to say this, but another scene I really liked is the scene where they go to the bar because... Yeah, you know when they reveal to them like you're not allowed to, you know, drink. You're not allowed to see any men. <laughs> it's bizarre. Yes. You can't date. I'm like, wow. Guaranteed, they didn't have those rules for men. And I don't know how true that is. Oh, absolutely. But not. I believe it only because I feel like that happened a lot back then. Uh, I mean, women. Well, were and speaking of. Yeah, no, not just back then. I mean, weren't we just talking the other day about if you look at all of these contracts like that they make, you know, K-pop stars yes, sign. It's literally say. that. You can't have a boyfriend. Yeah. Why do we do this to women with jobs? Right. Like, you can't wear pants. You can't have a boyfriend. It's literally saying in your contract, you are a sex object <laughs> that we want people to think you're to pure objectify. And un- untouched, yeah, for their fantasy. And yeah. so you have to put your life it's like on like We hold. are using you to make money. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how this movie, like, kind of lays that bare. Like, yes, it's a movie that clearly is about people who love baseball and it's pro baseball. We love baseball. But it also makes it clear that this is a for profit business and they will make money off of the backs of their athletes, however, they decide they want to and when it's female athletes it's going to be things like this where they make them wear the skirts and you can't have a boyfriend and you have to go to etiquette school and apparently they really did make them go to those like etiquette classes and stuff i think that's why it's all the more satisfying at the end of this movie when they show all the real players and they're like playing and like they're not wearing makeup and they're not attempting to be extra feminine like they look like real people I really love that part. I love that so much. I know. I'm always like ugly crying by the time we get to that. Like just the fact that (laughs) they're being respected and not treated like they're invisibles. That alone is touching, even if they weren't great baseball players, but um, yeah, which I think they, they were really good baseball players also. Yeah. Um, And like all these men that are like, you know, probably denigrating them. I don't know any men who were, alive in the 40s that were being mean to these women so i'm not going to pretend like i know what they said but i i suspect that these women played baseball better than any of their detractors would have given you know if they could change places somebody today i think it was tim rooney sent me a picture of somebody it's like a picture of someone criticizing simone (laughs) and they're just like sitting covered in like 
pizza and beer and they're like she really shouldn't should have quit ahead of the curve and not you know it's like yeah i feel like sometimes our detractors Uh are nowhere near where we're at you know (laughs) exactly Um, yeah and i mean to that point i guess all of us are sort of at home saying stuff to the tv when we have no idea but um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like i i agree with that and um yeah, I don't know. I, that scene where they, they defy that, I was like, I'm glad they added a scene where they're like, that's stupid, and they go do it anyway. And of course they don't get rid of all of them. They can't. Yeah, they can't. What are they going to do? <laughs> you know, fire everyone because they went out and partied? I, I mean, that's exactly what male ball players do. And, and even like Tom Hanks even like talks about it a few times when he's in his like drunken stupor and he's like, oh, these are girls I would sleep with. And you know, he's always, when he does the, the prayer, that real awkward prayer oh, yeah. the, the championship <laughs> game or whatever and he's like oh thank you god for that waitress <laughs> like, he's always talking about like hooking up with women and stuff like it's expected of the male sports figures yeah so yeah just, like, i mean it is they're like rock stars you know yeah. yeah and then i do like how they kind of portrayed it that way that there were a lot of men in this film that are you know super impressed with these women and like marla gets married that was so cute. i, I, I do part. too because she's attractive even though they try to make it seem like she's not and that actress like yes. played a lot of roles like that comedically yeah but, but she definitely is yeah she's not ugly i mean you can make anybody look dumpy but, yeah uh, you know she wasn't yeah i like <laughs> i mean sure was she as glamorous as gina no, davis who no, like, is? no one is as glamorous as gina davis. <laughs> right like <laughs> she's on another level but yeah no i did right. like that i liked all the women and i recognized yeah, them I did. as an adult like i went and looked them all up and like i did you know like uh recognize some of the other ones as well like Lori petty and Tracy Rainer and Kuzak. I didn't realize that was her. Yes. You know, just so many people that were in different projects that around that time. So it was nice to see them. Yeah. I know I love that. And and I really liked too, like kind of to your point also, that they were all like individual characters. It wasn't like, oh, it's, you know, all those silly bubbly girls playing baseball. You know, I feel like it, it could have been written in such a way that, you know, they were not individuals, but that's not how this was at no. all. They were all, you know, interesting characters that had their own lives and, you know, points of interest. They brought up like the one who is illiterate, you know, kind of calls attention to, you know, that issue in society at the time. Yeah. And they're just not prioritizing education. Even... Yeah. For women. Yeah, exactly. And then also like, I didn't, ever like really catch this until i watched the movie later as an adult but like it's all white women because it was specifically only for white women at this time they weren't integrated and they have that one scene where like they the um they throw the ball and there's those black women over there and that one like throws it back really hard and that was apparently a nod to the fact that there were black women playing baseball at the time. And some of them played in men's leagues that, because, you know, also the men's leagues were not integrated. So they had like the black people leagues that were separate wow. But in some of those women played um, as well. And they were also really good. We just don't see them in this movie because they weren't allowed to be on this team. Interesting. They, they were still there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're still, and I like that doing that. Yeah. But, but like this movie, even though like I feel like it was a little bit ahead of its time with a lot of these issues where it just it didn't make like a giant 
huge scene out of it, but it points to a lot of these issues yeah. and just kind of nods to it. I don't like it when uh, people which... say it's not preachy because I kind of feel like, I don't know, it, it concerns me sometimes when people say like, thank God this didn't preach to me. I'm like, well, maybe you need a little preaching. Like <laughs> Maybe we need to have some preaching about this because we're still having all of these problems 80 years <laughs> later. We're still dealing with every one of these yeah, things. Yeah, it's like, why why does facing some of these systemic issues, why is that so taxing for you? <laughs> like, Anyway, yeah, right. but, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I don't like to use that a lot, but I, I agree that it, it is subtle, uh, probably because it had to be, mm-hmm. but but still effectively. It had to be to get away yeah. with it. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's part of the, you know, just the reality of this was made in 1992 with a female director. And we already talked about how, you know, that already kind of put her. Yeah, there's a weird parallel the there with the women in baseball and women behind the camera. And yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you know, also the fact, and we've talked about this before, I think even on the show, but uh, of, of, having it be a period piece and we're still doing this today when we talk about women's issues it's a Mm -hmm. period piece or when we talk about racism it's a period piece because we're more comfortable critiquing you know gender inequality in hindsight uh so that's interesting oh those idiots who lived in that time period we're so much better yeah (laughs) it's like well well (laughs) we've mentioned some things that are not better today and, you know, hopefully, yeah. if you're listening to this, you've enjoyed this. If not, don't let me know. Um, but, you know, I just think yeah. it's impossible to... Let me know. I'll come <laughs> preach at you. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm available for preaching anytime. It, 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 this is a really enjoyable movie, but it does have some good messaging as well. And it's impossible not mm-hmm. to mention that or see the parallels of what's happening today. I'm always going to do that. So just expect it from Exactly. Me. Um, yeah and like the point of this movie was like these women were pioneers and trailblazers you know in this area so that ought to be what we're celebrating and and thinking about when we're watching this movie is those issues yeah exactly good point um that is the point is there another scene that we haven't talked about yet that you wanted to run over oh man let me think it's so many good scenes this movie like okay we talked about the beginning scenes where he recruits Marla, which I just, I love that scene yeah, so much. Yeah, so good. <laughs> it's great, yeah. Um, and then, let's see, we did There's No Crying in Baseball, which is fantastic. Um, the scene where he comes in, I just love, like, so Tom Hanks is not a person that I normally expect in a role where he's, like, such a scumbag <laughs> as he is in the beginning of this movie. <laughs> I just love seeing him like when he comes in, like in that first scene where they meet him for the first time and he just like walks in and is peeing in the women's Yes, I heard that like, like he wasn't expecting minutes. that. And oh, yeah. really? and that they kind of like he's supposed he was just in the stall and like somebody was making the water sound and then he was like, oh, OK. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's like, I guess I'll act like I'm yeah. peeing. That was so funny to me. Um, just it's just so jarring to see him in a role like that. Yeah. Um, but then also it's it's nice to watch his character arc where he you know becomes less of a dick. He's kind of a, <laughs> oh, like we did uh, the Burbs recently, and he's a little bit oh, of a dick yeah. in that, but no, not the same way. That's true. He is. He's definitely yeah. like the better out of his neighborhood, but he's he's got yeah. He's maybe not a dick, just kind of like a slob. I don't know. But he's different in that yeah, movie too. Like, 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, he is a versatile actor for sure. So I don't want to sell him short on that. But uh, yeah, I just, that that scene just cracks me up every time. I I miss when he was like really funny because he is extremely funny. He is. He's funny. And he's funny throughout this movie. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's, it's, again, like with the same, like we said with John Lovitz, like his facial expressions and stuff. I mean, he's very funny with, you know, the looks that he does. And he's got like the dip in his mouth that's just disgusting. And it's, it's, it's fantastic. Like he does a really good job hamming it up. And I love all the scenes where he's just you can tell it seems like he's really having a good time playing this role yeah, of just being outrageous douchey yeah <laughs> that's great and it just you know the chemistry works well so yeah i, I love those scenes with him um let's see what else. okay well and then there's also like so i love the the scene at the end like we sort of already talked about this how most of the time when you watch a sports movie, it's kind of leads up to the, the end of the game, you know, where they're going to win the championship or, you know, they're going to get to the final, you know, bout of the fight or whatever, you know, and you're wanting them to win. And I, I love how in this one, you kind of almost are, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but like when they're at the championship game, you, you kind of want them both to win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and then like that final scene where she drops the ball and like, Kit gets to like have her moment to shine and everything like that. I love that scene so yeah, much. Yeah, because it, it also kind of healed their relationship. And then at the very end of the movie, when you see all of them, they're older. And I, I like that they didn't put them in like old people makeup and they just casted older actresses. Because yes, I felt like-, like I thought that was Gina Davis in old makeup, but it wasn't. Like <laughs> it was someone else. Way to like recognize, you know, actresses that are a different age just i thought that was a good choice and when the two women see each other again and how all their you know all that tension and stuff is gone and instead they just have this like shared beautiful experience of being in the league that i found that really really touching and like we see the little boy grown up the the cute kid that was (laughs) being dragged all over the place um and just everybody you know taking a moment to reflect and then finally being respected uh on a you know in the hall of fame and stuff just i don't know i thought that was like a really good way to end it oh yeah i loved it and it wasn't like i feel like it would have been so like superficial and less important if the movie ended on like oh yeah and then their team won the championship and like that was the big climax of the movie yes. like kind of you know again like i said earlier who cares that's not what was important right. about this the, the story is so much bigger than that and has so much mm-hmm. more weight to it so it can't really end there yeah, so I like, because I've seen it criticized for like, oh, it has like too many endings, like they have the end of the game, and then they have like the two sisters, like reconciliation, and then they have the older women in present time, and I'm like, yeah, but those were the things that were important about the movie. Yeah, the important was the important part of the movie was the relationships between the women, and also them realizing, coming into their own and realizing that they were truly talented and special and deserve recognition, and in the end, they reunite and get that. And I, I, I find that very moving. And then when the credits roll, we see like the real baseball players playing. Um, yeah, I, I just I loved that. it. And not not from back then now, you know, or when the movie came mm-hmm. out. So I like that. And then, yeah, it's like celebrating them as real people. Yeah, like taking a moment to are. linger on all their faces. I, I bet I bet Penny Marshall fought for that, too. 
Oh, I imagine so. I bet there was so much of this movie that people were like, that's stupid. No one's going to like that. That's not how baseball is. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball movies. <laughs> yeah. But yes, there is. I cry throughout this movie unironically. <laughs> there you go. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's great. But yeah, so I just, I really like that ending. I, I don't care. Fight me. It's, it was a good way to end I it. agree 100%. And I want one of these baseball uniforms, which were apparently wool, yes. which is insane. And like, Ooh. and I think they wore like real authentic uniforms and you know, they were like, we're going to wear these because they did. So I'm yeah. sure they were miserable. Wow. I'm sure they were. That sounds terrible. Yikes. And it's, it's summertime. Yep. That's yeah. That. That's pretty terrible. Like I feel like they were pretty dedicated to the, you know, the realism in the yeah. movie, like making everyone actually play, and they're wearing the real uniforms, and it it shows. I agree. It, I agree. Yeah, it's very well done, in my opinion. Was there anything that we missed? <sighs> I can't think of anything else. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, it happens. Yeah, I think we covered think most we covered of it. Most of it. So, okay, so let me, um, now that we're kind of wrapping up here, uh, let me ask you a couple of questions. Number one, why do you think you've seen this movie so many times? Like, what is it about it? You said you cry every time you see it. Um, You keep coming back to it. What is it about this film that sets it apart for you? Oh, yeah, I think really, you know, kind of like I said at the beginning, like as far as sports films go, this one is done in a way that works for me that most other sports movies don't. I mean, there are some other exceptions to this, but I just, I love the way, well, so first of all, there are not a lot of sports movies about women. And so I find this one more relatable than the others. (laughs) So (laughs) right there, um, you know, this one is enjoyable to me um, because it's more relatable, but also it just, because like we said, it tells those bigger stories that make you appreciate the sport for what it is in a larger context And not just, you know, getting excited about, oh, I wonder if that team's going to win or not. True, true. There's bigger, (laughs) there's a bigger context, but it's still about the sport. Yeah. Yeah. And it's able to tell, you know, and talk about those issues and talk about equality and, you know, the fights that people had to go through to get recognition and the struggles that they went through. And also the way that, you know, that hasn't been sort of a, a direct path through history. We haven't just seen, okay, women got to play baseball and then everything was fine after that. Like it really shows kind of the nuance that came with it and the ways that it was difficult and how, you know, that league didn't last forever. uh, And we're still having some of those issues today, but you know, it was a starting point and it it tells the story in a nuanced way. That's, that's actually interesting, but at the same time, it's, it's an entertaining movie. Like the the characters are very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's very enjoyable. So it's, that's what I like about that. It's, it's a fun, entertaining movie, which is normally like my number one. I like to watch movies to be able to relax and enjoy and feel good. But also what's good about this movie is it, it is able to work in all of those other topics really, really well. Agreed. So I recommend I, it. You know, I'm new to the table. I can't say why I've seen it so many times. I've only seen it once, but I am converted. Uh, my other question for you Yay. is pretend like, you know, well, I can't remember what you said to me, but what do you say to someone that hasn't seen it before? 
oh man, like, where have you been? (laughs) Um, It's, this is like a legit, so a lot of times when I'm recommending movies to people, I'm saying things like, well, you know, if you really enjoy explosions and, you know, good action, you know, this is a fun movie, but like with this movie, yeah, this is a fun movie. There are no explosions or anything like that. Um, So I'm sorry if that's what, what you're looking for, but um, it's actually, it's a really entertaining movie, but it's one that will stick with you. I think, you know, if, if you want to watch a meaningful movie that, you know, hits on a lot of, you know, very timely issues, (laughs) uh, this is a good one for that. 100%. Like I can, I was watching this movie earlier today and was like, oh my goodness, this is bringing up stuff that I've been thinking about all week, just with the Olympics and stuff. Yeah, 100%. It's it's very timely, and also Gina Davis is in it, and you should. That's watch reason alone. That yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah. you know what else can we say? Yeah. What what more do you want? Hans Zimmer score. Yeah. yeah. So enjoy. Right. What do you want from? Me? <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, Karen, thank you yeah. so much for coming back and for talking about this movie. We finally did it. I feel like you've brought up this movie before, and I don't know why we didn't pick it, but thank yeah, you for coming I and talking know. about it. And I can't wait to have you yeah. back soon. Well, awesome. Thanks for having me. I'll look forward to it. And, you know, I'll, I'll prep, you know, Die Hard too. I'm just throwing that okay. out Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Oh, so, uh...